Hey guys, welcome to the new episode of the Soul Check Podcast. And my guest is Ike Isifo, and he is the president of the Foursquare VGC Youth Ministry. We talked about the Holy Spirit and the role of the Holy Spirit in the life of a Christian. Be blessed as you listen. Um, hello, Ike. How are you doing now? Hey, I'm fine, thank you, sir. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's great. It's great to have you. How's, how have you been and how has work been? Uh, I'm okay. I'm all right. Uh, thank God. Uh, and, well, and, ha- and a happy well, Good Friday. Yeah, happy, happy, happy Good Friday. <laughs> yeah. Thank so, okay. Without further ado, let's let's get on with the episode. As as you already know, the episode is about um the role of the Holy Spirit in the life of a Christian. Um. So before we begin, just in case um we have some new um Christians or some Christians to be that might be wondering what the Holy Spirit really is. Um, I think which is our prayer, that we reach out to those that category of people. Um, please, can you just tell us what you what you mean when you say the Holy Spirit, or what is the Holy Spirit, or who is the Holy Spirit? Okay, um, thank you, Cher. Yeah. Um, so, l- let me start by saying that there are so many misconceptions about the identity of the Holy Spirit, right? Okay. Because some people think that the Holy Spirit is one force like that, you know, yeah. that just comes on you to your hair or things like that. Uh, well, um, scripture makes us to understand that the Holy Spirit is a person, right? He's the, he's the, he's the, he's, he's the third in the Godhead, the mm. third personality in the Godhead. And we see that, you know, from scripture, right? Um, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 through to 28, when the Bible spoke about, um, and God said, let us make man in our own image. Yes. If you look at the Amplified Bible specifically, it tells us that us there refers to, you know, God the Father, right? God the Son, and of course, God the Holy Spirit as well. Um, to further um, explain that, First um, John, right, chapter 5, verse 7, it says, yes. for there are three that bear record in heaven, the yes. Father, the Word, that's Jesus, and of course the Holy Spirit. Yeah, and right. these three, they are one. They are one. So that tells you that, you know, the Holy Spirit is God, right? And um, the, he's a person, and he should be addressed as such. So because sometimes some people tend to um, say, use it, right, mm, for yeah. the Holy Spirit. Yeah, <laughs> you know, use it for non-living things. So the Bible yeah. begins to understand that he's a, he's a person. So the Holy Spirit is a person, and he's God, yeah. So basically, um, the Holy Spirit is a person, part of the Godhead, and dwells in us. Absolutely. All yes, right. it does. Um, so, like, at what point does someone get the Holy Spirit? At what point does someone have the Holy Spirit? What does he? What does he? What does he entail? What do I need to do to get the Holy Spirit in me? Oh, okay. Um, thank you. Um, the Bible is clear, basically, um, as it contains us receiving the Holy Spirit. At the point of salvation, you receive the Holy Spirit. So what do I mean by that? When an individual accepts the Lord Jesus, right, as his personal Lord and Savior, when you give your life to him, basically, so by when you give your life to him, I mean when you receive him, right, as your Lord and Savior, at that point, the Holy Spirit, you know, comes on you because he's the person that, you know, convinces us of sin, mm. right? So at that mm. point, when you give your life to Christ, the Holy Spirit is in you. He lives in you. 
So okay, so that's like the infilling of the Holy Spirit. But then there's right. there's a concept people call the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So how do we distinguish between those two? Because um, the baptism of the Holy Spirit seems like the Holy Spirit when <clears throat> in Scripture says the Holy Spirit came upon this certain person and they could do certain things that they couldn't do before, right? And then there's the infilling of the Spirit which comes from salvation. So how do we distinguish those those two? Is it that the Holy Spirit comes upon you twice? Okay. Um, Let me start by saying that um, when we receive the Holy Spirit, right, um, when we give our life to Christ, we receive the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So, there is the point called, or what we call, you know, the evidence of 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 um, uh, the evidence that we have the Holy Spirit, which is, you know, um, the baptism of the Holy Spirit as it concerns speaking in tongues. Yeah. So that is the evidence that we have been baptized with the Holy Spirit. Do you get? Do you do you get that? Yes. So yes. At the point when we receive the whole, when we accept the Lord Jesus as our Lord and Savior. We have the Holy Spirit. So the evidence now that, you know, we have been baptized, right? We have that, you know, uh, we, we have been baptized. That's when, you know, we, we talk about, you know, um, uh, um, um, the evidence is that, you know, we speak in tongues. So mm. um, if we if we look at scriptures, basically, uh, out of the Apostles chapter 1, if we start reading from verse 5, you know, it tells us, and then we now look at verse 8, it tells us how, you know, the apostles, they tarried in the city of Jerusalem, right? And then, yeah. um, you know, to wait for the promise of the Father, which is the um, the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit now, yeah. right? So that is when they, they were filled, right? That was, that was when the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you know, um, came on there. And of course, they began to speak in, you know, other yeah. tongues. So, yeah. yeah. So, so basically, um, the baptism of the Holy Spirit comes after salvation. Mm. Yeah, yeah, mm, mm, mm. Okay. and a good a good example is you know the apostles Acts chapter one verse eight speaks to that clearly. Okay, um, and and if I can add a little to what to what you just said, um, like in yeah. in the layman time, I I think I can um represent what you said. Um, the infilling of the Holy Spirit that comes upon you is for sal is for your salvation, is for your salvation, and then the baptism of the Holy Spirit is for you to have the necessary spiritual toolkit to be able to mm-hmm. do God's work on earth. Absolutely. To move his to Absolutely. move his move his ministry and expand his kingdom. Absolutely. Basically. So the Absolutely. baptism of the Holy Spirit is for the gifts to do those works and the right. the infilling of the Holy Spirit is for you to be saved. This is the seal right. upon the seal on your the salvation. Seal. Yeah. Okay. So you mentioned you mentioned speaking in tongues, right, as an evidence. But there are many Christians because I've had this discussion with, with several people that have had issues. Like um, there are certain people that I know Christians that are not speaking tongues, right? And they they keep saying that they've 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 had that in feeling of the Holy Spirit. They've had that experience of like being yeah. being born again and all of that, right? Um, and sometimes they feel bad about it. So, is it a bad thing? Is it a bad thing? Do you think it is? Maybe not sinful, but do you think it is compulsory that a Christian who is who has been infilled with the Holy Spirit has to be able to speak in tongues? Is it a compulsory thing as a Christian? 
Um, if you ask me, I would say yes, it is. Uh, it is because um, it's just like, um, you know, when the Bible talks about the fact that one, okay, so, so let, let, me, let, let, let me take it um, uh, step by step. So you need the baptism of the Holy Spirit to be able to pray the mind of the Father. The mm. truth of the matter is that you see some people, some people, they, 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 they will tell you that, yeah, even Apostle Paul, yeah. Apostle Paul said, I'll pray in my spirit and I will also pray in my understanding. Yeah. Right. And so, um, he also spoke the fact, uh, spoke of the fact that, you know, um, he, 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 um, uh, he spoke in tongues, you know, more than the other apostles, right? He did these things, basically. And scripture yeah. makes us to understand that we do not know what to pray for as we ought to. But the spirit of the Lord, you know, actually helps us. He's the one who helps us to actually, you know, understand and, that cannot and be, know cannot be uttered. exactly with that cannot be that cannot be uttered. uttered. So, um, yes, as a Christian, you you need it. You 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 need the baptism of the Holy Spirit to be honest, so that you are able to um, actually do so many things. To be honest, so many things. Yeah. Um, if 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 we want to, if we. Uh, as we move on, I'll be able to like share more um, particular um, um, stories, right? No, you, you can't, you can't, you can't share, share particular. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, thank share. you. Go on. Okay, thank you. Okay, so so I'll give you a quick um, um, example. I remember when I was in three hundred level in university, uh, my I was studying. We we're preparing for exams at that time. It was in the evening, and then I just had the urge to pray. I didn't know what I didn't know what, what, what was going on, right? Because I did not have understanding, because I didn't know uh, what I should pray for. I just started speaking in tongues, right? I was praying the language of the spirit for a long time, you know, close to an hour, and um, yeah, I finished, and then I couldn't, of course, I couldn't study. I I, I remember, I, yeah, I think I couldn't study. I just went to bed basically because it was already late. So uh, I woke up in the middle of the night, and then uh, and I, I got a text. So uh, the text message actually woke me up. So from yeah. my dad, yeah. he sent me a message and then he said, "I can please pray for me. I just woke up with a sharp pain in my chest." Oh, as soon as I said, I was just like, "Oh, God, you are awesome. God, you are wonderful." You know, because he just reminded me of you know um, what happened. You know, some few hours before that time. Yeah. You know, because how I had I had that urge to you know to pray. Right, even though I didn't know what I was praying for, I was just praying in language of the spirit. But of course, God was doing His work and fighting and fighting, you know, my battles. If you get what I mean, right? Yeah. Because yeah. it could have been worse, right? Something worse than that could have happened. It could have been maybe a heart attack. It could have been, you know, something else. If you get what I mean. So, um, that is one advantage, basically, why I encourage Christians, right, to to be filled. Because even just even Jesus Christ, you know, um, Jesus Christ spoke about it, right? He told the uh, the apostles, "Start you in the city of Jerusalem, so that you are uh, you are endued with power, right? Until you are endued with power from heaven, yeah. for you to be able to do do the master's work." So, as, and as a Christian, you need you need the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Mm. Mm, okay, fair enough, fair enough. I agree. I agree totally with you. Like it's it's needed. It's a necessity. To walk yeah. as a Christian, um, let, let us dwell just a bit more on the whole on speaking in tongues because it's such an important subject and um, people talk a lot about it. Um, so in scripture, right, the that that famous baptism of the Holy Spirit on m- most many of the early Christians, um, Peter and the rest, about three thousand of them or so, yeah, um, Acts yeah. of the Apostles. 
um they said they spoke in other tongues in other languages all right not because the, the kind of tongues we 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 hear of i think majority of christians nowadays is the one where I'm sorry for using this word. It sounds like gibberish. It doesn't sound like anything, any language we know of. We are, we are familiar with, right? So sometimes when I, when I first started this Christian journey, I'm still new. <laughs> I'm still new relatively <laughs> in the journey anyway. But when I first started, like it was, it was, I, I couldn't reconcile that. It didn't make sense to me that why, why are we saying stuff that we don't, we don't understand? But in scripture, they were speaking in other languages. I meant to speak maybe Greek or speak, um, or speak Spanish, stuff like that. But why am I saying something that doesn't even make any sense? All right. So that's one. Two. Um, one of the gifts of, of, of the spirit is being able to interpret, um, interpret this, the, the tongues. Yes. Right? I've never seen that happen. I've never seen that happen. So this is my second question. Have you ever seen that happen? physically before so the first okay, is yes, um why okay. you first is um yeah, go ahead. how do you reconcile that what happened in scripture as far speaking in other tongues like other known tongues right but we nowadays we speak in quotes <laughs> in quotes gibberish <laughs> right so yeah that's that's the first question okay so uh, let me say that you are not the one feeling yourself. Yeah. You are not the one telling, you know, you are not the one to determine what you would say, if that okay. makes sense. The, yeah. the, the feeling is coming from the Lord. Right? And what you are saying does not make sense to you. Yeah. But it, in, it, the Bible says that, you know, when we speak in, in other tongues, we may not know what we are saying, but in the spirit we are releasing mysteries. Oh mm. shit! You know, you, you, so you are talking to you are talking to your father. You are talking to God, yeah. somebody yeah. who understands all language. So yeah. the speaking, the speaking, the speaking in tongues, it is to God. What you are saying is to God. He understands. He knows. Mm. You know. Mm. So yes, it is a language. It is a language. It's just that if you say that you do not know. Uh, okay, let let me share this um, uh, uh, story. Yes. I heard it. One of my pastors um, told us a long time ago. He said there, there was one of our pastors who went to, I think in Accra or in Ghana or so, something like that. I don't know. I can't remember the country yeah. he mentioned, right? And then while the service was on, he was praying. He was speaking in tongues, right? He was speaking in tongues. And the language he was speaking, there was somebody else from another country who was in that same auditorium. So who heard uh, him while he was praying? So he thought that that person was from his country. Yeah. Do you get? So yeah. at the end of the service, at the end of the service, he went to meet him and he was speaking language for him. And the man was like, what are you saying? I don't, <laughs> I don't understand what you're saying. And yeah. then the guy was like, no, but when you were praying, you were, you were, you were talking, uh, yeah, you were speaking, speaking my, my language. language. Yeah. Ah, so the man just, you know, really called. I was like, oh, yeah. that was, oh, no, 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 no. That is, that is, you know, what happened. That's the language. That's the baptism of the Holy Spirit that happened mm-hmm. when you speak in like all the other, um, other languages. You, yeah. you get what I mean? Yeah. So, um, yeah, so it is a language and it is to God, right? The fact that you know what you are saying, you may not understand. It does not mean that it is rubbish. No, it is. Mm. It is. It is a very, very accurate, and it is something. Mm. So, in terms of um, you um, interp- inter- inter- interpreting your tongues, you know that that is also one of the gifts of the spirit as well. Yeah. You know, 
that is also one of the gifts of the spirit. And of course, I think Apostle Paul also mentioned that you know, um, while you pray in tongues, which is also good, also pray that you know you would have the gift of interpretation too, right? Yeah. So I have seen it happen. I have seen it happen. I can, I can still remember. Um, I've never seen it happen. In, in, oh yeah, in our church. <laughs> uh, in, yeah, yeah. Growing, growing up uh, at the Assemblies of God as well. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, it's something it, it 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 happened in the main, you know, in in, in the service basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also, it, also to you too, right? Even I've also seen it happen basically to my when, when I pray, and I'll give you mm. a, a very practical mm. um, instance. Okay. You know, sometimes we are praying. Yeah, you know, sometimes we are praying in in, in tongues. We don't know what we are praying about. Remember, yeah. you know, when we pray, we are talking to God, mm-hmm. right? And so we are talking to God. So he's the one who understands because we are asking him to, you know, help us to pray his mind, particularly when we are praying and we do not know exactly what we are praying about. Maybe when we get that um, urge or something to pray and we don't know what we are praying about. Yeah. So you discover that sometimes when you speak in other tongues, right, you discover that you also pray in understanding sometimes. You know, you pray mm-hmm. in your understanding, even though you necessarily do not know, like, um, uh, because you started praying in tongues, right? Yeah. And then, of course, Almost immediately afterwards, yeah, you started praying in your understanding. You speak in tongues again, you pray in understanding. So sometimes it is, it's actually what you are saying may even be um, uh, the interpretation of, you know, the tongues that you said. Yeah. You know, so that's the way, you know, I would, I would um, explain it uh, basically. So yes, it is a gift and we should pray for it as well. Yeah. That's, that's perfect. Thank you. Thank you very much, IK. Um, So we've talked. A, a bit on the evidence, the manifestation, the gift of of the spirit. Um, let's let's talk about the fruit of the spirit. Um, we 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 really can't really talk about the Holy Spirit without talking about the fruit of the spirit. Absolutely. Um, so w- what is it? Um, pe- sometimes people make this mistake of saying fruits, the fruits in plural form of the spirit, but well, whereas it's just a fruit. Um, so, w- what is it exactly? What, 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 when, when scripture says the fruit of the spirit, how different is it from the gift of the spirit? Okay, thank you. So, the 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 let, let me start by saying that it is fruits and not fruits. Yeah. Right. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, I know singular, sometimes some people, plural. Exactly. Yeah. Right. But yeah, because sometimes some people um, would say that uh, we don't make that mistake by calling it um, fruits. It is fruit. The fruit of the spirit is actually a term that you know um, Apostle Paul used to sum up the um, the the nine gifts. Sorry, uh, to sum up the nine attributes, characteristics, yeah. right, of a true Christian. If we look at um, Galatians chapter five, let me just um, let's go there. Galatians chapter five talks about you know the 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 the, the fruit of the spirit, and they are love, they are joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness. Sorry, faithfulness, gentleness, and self control. So um, the fruit of the spirit basically help help you to um, live a godly life. You cannot have the fruit of the spirit and go to hell. It is not possible, mm. right? But you can have the gifts of the spirit and go to and hell. go to hell. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you see that. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, so, so you see the difference. Yeah, so the fruit of the spirit basically help us to actually live a a, a godly and you know um, a, a good Christian life, basically. A God right? kind of life. Uh, yeah, the God kind of life. You know, um, the, the Christian life. It help us in our journey here on earth. 
Um, and then what, 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 the, what the gifts of the spirit basically they are, they, they help us basically in, uh, in actually manifesting, right? The, 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 the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, so, that, and that also, you know, draws people quickly, you know, to Christ because they see the miracles, you know, they yeah. see the wonders, they see everything. Yeah. That, that's the gifts. Yeah. That's the gifts. Yeah. Okay. So, so basically, um, you get this fruit of the spirit from the initial infilling of this of of the spirit, Absolutely. um, yes, initial salvation. Like salvation. But then the gift correct. is like from the afterwards. baptism afterwards. Absolutely correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's correct. but but it's, it's it's such a weird concept that someone can have those gifts and not necessarily be saved. It's it's so yeah. weird. Cause, cause sometimes when I was a lot younger, I would see, I hear all these, um, all these scandals that these pastors have, maybe slept with someone else or embezzled money or this or that, right? Mm. Um, but you still see them performing miracles in church. I feel like it was, it was mm-hmm. very strange to me. Such a weird concept, honestly, <laughs> that yeah. you can still hold on to these gifts and, um, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, that's because the Bible says that the gift and calling of the Lord are without repentance. Mm. You know, that's mm. it. That's mm. that, that that's just it, basically. That's why you can just see a pastor or a Christian living in sin, right? Yeah. And uh, also, they'll still be manifesting the gifts, you know, of of of, of the spirit. Yeah, you know, I can I can I can share I can share an example even though I'm yeah, not sure. going to detail. Sure, yeah, sure. I remember I remember I remember a time. There was a time I I I almost um you know. Um, uh, uh, I, I I almost sinned against the Lord, yeah. right? Um, it was it was it was a very trying time in my life and in my Christian faith. That evening, I had um a ministration somewhere. Um, yeah, this was a long time ago, basically. I think uh, I was in uni at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I went for that meeting. You know, I went for that meeting. Although I was crying, like God, I beg, help me, I beg, just have mercy on me, and and all that. Um, I went for that meeting and then, you know, got so kind as well. Like the way, I think I preached, I, I preached my best sermon basically that day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, and, and you could see diverse, and I'm telling you, like the, 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 the power gifts that we are working that service, like as never before. I, I was just like, oh more. <laughs> you know, I mean, well, because one can see this and just want to like just stray away. Yeah, exactly. You know like, I mean. oh, yeah, you know, maybe maybe it is even what I'm doing that's making this thing exactly. work. Let me just continue what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> which is which is which is which is why you know we also have to be very very careful as well. Yeah. You know, and that's why you know some pastors or ministers tend to like miss it as well, and wow. that's why they can actually go to hell. But you cannot actually walk in that in the fruit of the spirit, you know, and go to hell. And go to hell. Okay, so yeah. still dwelling on the fruit of the spirit. Um it's hard, honestly, to follow all of these things well. When I mean well, do you understand? Um so do we do this? because uh, we are saved not by our works, obviously. Absolutely. Right? But how do we balance um you inten- being intentional about following all this and you just giving yourself up, like just surrendering yourself to the Holy Spirit and let the Holy Spirit work in your life? Do, do, do you get the if question? I, do you get me? Um, like you, yeah, you so working by yourself, trying to this joy, peace, forbearance. How much of our own effort has to be put in, in, in all this for this to happen? Okay. Yeah, so um, there's the place of 
total commitment, right? Yeah. That commitment, um, you uh, making up your mind. Let's look at the case of Joseph, for instance, right? Uh, he made up his mind that you know he will not um, sin against, he will not do this evil act against his master and against God. Yeah. Right. At that time, you know, when um, Potiphar's wife, you know, uh, tried to like lure him, um. So there's a place of you, um, you know, there's a place of decision, right? Yeah. You actually making like a total decision to say, oh, you know what, God, I want to actually walk with you in spirit and in truth, right? Um. So that's 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 that that that, that that's the decision, like the commitment coming yeah. from you. Yeah. But by your own strength, you cannot do it. Which is why, you know, Jesus Christ also made his grace available, you know, for us, right? To be able to live the good Christian life. Yeah. Do you get? Yeah. So it is it is it is that grace that is like the enabling, you know, factor that helps that help us to be able to manifest this fruit of the spirit in our lives. Basically okay. and live and, and, and live a godly life. Mm. You know, mm. but because by strength, of course, by strength you cannot prevail, you cannot. You cannot because the flesh. Uh, there are so many things calling you to sin now. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, yeah. That's it, basically. Yeah. Fair enough. Um. So so now let let's let's move on to like the the person of the Holy Spirit because we've established from the beginning that the Holy Spirit is a person. Um. As 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 much as Jesus Christ is. Um. So, who is the Holy Spirit to you? Like. How have you, have you have you had this experience, or have you been having this experience with the Holy Spirit, not based on a like something yeah. distant from being a person, but how much of yeah. a person is he to you? How have you experienced him as a person in your life? For me, um, the Holy Spirit. I mean, permit me to say that He's everything to me. He's everything to me because. Um, let me share experiences. Uh, this yeah. will help us actually help me drive the point better. The Holy Spirit is my helper and he's my teacher. I remember when I was in university, um, 300 level as well, first semester, we were preparing for econometrics um, exam. Um, before that time, prior to that time, we, um, the course itself was a very weird course like that, that you don't even understand, mm. you know? And then, um, exam was getting close. I remember the I got light through the scripture when Jesus Christ said that um, I'll pray the Father to send you um, a, 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 the Comforter and that yeah. He will teach you all things. Ah, the light I got from there was that Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ said you are my teacher. So in other words, you have to teach me all things, yeah. not just you know as it concerns uh, my work with you, my work with the Lord. No, no, not just that alone. All things. So all things is all things. So I was like, econometrics, please teach me econometrics. Because that was a major concern basically for me at that time. Right? Um, long and short of the story is that it worked too. Yeah. The Holy Spirit taught me econometrics. Of course, I also began, you know, to teach my um, classmates at that time. Exam came. Guess what? I had the highest score. I had an A. I had the highest score in my department in economics. Same thing also happened also during my master's and program as well. You know, I was the only one who also had an A in that same econometrics. Yeah. So, um, what am I trying to say in essence? So, he has been a teacher to me, yeah. right? Even as a concerns my academics. In my work with the Lord as well, he, he has helped me to um, actually live right. I live right. I mean, there are a lot of things that, you know, um, other people do that I would have loved to do, 
right? But because of my work with the Lord, because of my work with Him, right? He tells me that, you know, I mean, for your level right now, because of, yeah. you know, like your work with me or you, others may, but you can't. Mm. Right, mm. basically, because not because necessarily, you know, it is it is it is bad, but because of other, you know, when the Bible talks about the fact that you know, if you're doing something, will lead another person to sin, right? Mm. It is better that you do not do it, because yeah. sometimes they may not understand why you do it, you know. So they they may just be like, oh, he's doing it, so let me just you know move along and follow follow him. But then and then they they may now you know sin against God because they are not as strong as you are. Of course, they will just fall by the wayside as well. So, um, as a concerns my work with the Lord, he has been there basically at every point, correcting me at each point in time, helping me to actually make the right decisions mm. as well. Uh, uh, there are a lot of things I can share uh, because of time as well. I'll just yeah. keep it there. Um, okay. For my career as well, he's been there. I mean, awesome, awesome. Yeah, awesome. Some mistakes that, you know, would have actually cost me a lot that, you know, he has also helped, 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 helped me avert. Yeah. Okay, so so how do you how do you then okay we know when people say that the Holy Spirit spoke to me, how does it speak to you, like for you? How does it speak to you? Do do you okay. hear do you hear an audible voice or like how how exactly does the Holy Spirit communicate with you? Okay, so um, you know we are all different. So depending on you know our work with the Lord. Yes. Right. We're we're able to actually know when the Lord is talking to us. Um, for me, a major reason through by which the Holy Spirit, you know, um, talks to me or ministers to me through His Word. That's one. Mm. Um, because I've gotten light in so many, um, so many like instances. That so that word jumps out to you, like brings yeah, out. Yeah, just jumps out. Yeah, yeah. becomes and living. Just light. Yeah. yeah, it becomes living, and you're like, oh shit, yeah, it's time. Um, I'll give you a particular example as well. Last Sunday, because this is more recent, um, because uh, he 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 gave me a mandate, something to do as a concise, you know, like starting a foundation. Yeah. Um, this has been on for a long time. I think over, I mean, more than like close like five years now, right? And I was just waiting. I was just like, okay, let me just wait till you know, like I become, you know, maybe attain some level of you know financial freedom, yeah, and status, you know, and yeah. I'm able to like do um do that. Last Sunday here, you know, he just spoke, like, he just spoke to me, like, the way he's, you know, you would, ah, that's still small voice, that's it, basically, that's the way he talks to me, right? Mm. He just spoke to me, I was like, yeah, it's time for you to start, start right now, and I will upgrade you, that's yeah. it. Um, thirdly, uh, because I'm trying to share practical experience, because you, you, you told me, like, how he speaks to me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, another example that, you know, I'll, I'll share is um, some time ago, I think it was in the month of um, February, I was listening to Pastor Benny Hinn, right? And he was sharing, and then um, uh, he brought a young, more like a young preacher, you know? And this guy was manifesting the gifts of the Holy Spirit, you know, as a concise prophecy, prophecy and working on miracles. And I was just like, oh God, I want, I mean, you said we should earnestly, we should covet the best gifts. I want these two like, mm. I was just saying, like, I was praying. So this was me, like, this was me, like, just praying and just talking. And then I just heard a voice, 
your so he more like reminded me of that scripture, George chapter 2, verse 28. And he says, Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Instantly I started screaming. Right? I was screaming, I was shouting. You know, I mean, um, my parents they entered my room and they were like, Is everything okay? I was like, no, I just showed them the video. I was like, no, I'm fine, I'm fine, you know. So that was that was him like talking to me again. Yeah. Basically, yeah. you know, bringing that and of course, uh, uh, so basically for me, that's the still small voice and of course his word as well. That's how he talks to me. And then my conscience too, right? Maybe I want to do something, right? Um, he would, he would tell me and say, Oh no, like, I would know when, when your heart starts beating fast. Okay. So, so this now leads to my next question. Um, how do we distinguish between like our, con- our conscience and the Holy Spirit? At what point do you think is your conscience directing you on what to do on certain situations? Um, as opposed uh, to the so, Holy Spirit telling you what to do. Telling you, yeah. Okay. So what? I, how? How? I, how? What I would say about that is, permit me to say that when you give your life to Christ, right, the Holy Spirit lives in you. That's your yeah. conscience telling you not to do. That's your conscience telling you not to do this or to do this. Basically, I would say that's the Holy Spirit talking to you. Okay. Right, because you have accepted, you have received His life into you. You have accepted the Holy Ghost into your life. You have accepted Christ. Yeah. So the, like, just remember, we said that you know, at the point of salvation, the Holy Spirit comes in, like He lives in you, basically, He's in there, right? So your conscience telling you to, oh, like do this. So I will not, I will, so I will not say it's my conscience, but rather I will say like the Holy Spirit is the one actually, you know, walking through my conscience and telling me to do this or to do that. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'll say. For for me, the the way I kind of conceptualize it is um. You know, like how we were all made in God's image, right? Mm-hmm. But then at the point, like when Adam and Eve sinned, right? We we're all dead spiritually. But then there's still an echo of that divinity, that godness in each and every one of us. Because I had this discussion with Pastor the last time and I asked him that, um, those that lived before, um, before Jesus Christ came, to die for us before mm. even Jesus Christ came at all, right? Like, how would God judge them? And he said, um, God has put in us, I think he's in scriptures to mention that yeah. God has put into us conscience, the ability to know what yeah. is right from what's wrong, and he's going to judge Absolutely. those people by, by that standard, right? So I think that is like an echo of just, just tiny, small echo of the like remnant of the God's divinity in all of us, right? But the moment we, be, we become one with Christ, like we have the Holy Spirit in us, it's like okay. the, the, the Spirit man yeah. jumps back up. He comes alive. Right. It's no longer an right. echo. It becomes the reality of your life, of your soul. Life. So it's not, right. not, it's no longer your, your conscience per se. It's the Holy Spirit that's taking full control of your life. Do you get that's right. It's no longer an that's echo. Right. So that's the way I conceptualize right. it. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So, um, I, I would ask you a couple of questions um, that um, maybe bothers bothers me, and um, some some of the I think um, I would assume some of the youths in church too. Um, so, still talking about this, the, the person of the Holy Spirit, because Scripture have said that you can grieve the Holy Spirit. Right. Mm-hmm. What does it mean to grieve the Holy Spirit? That's the first one, and the second one. If I grieve the Holy Spirit unknowingly or knowingly and i come back to my senses can you forgive me can you because i think it, I, I i i don't know if it's in, if it's in scriptures but i've heard about 
a particular sin that's unforgivable by the Holy Spirit. If you sin against the Holy Spirit, something like that. Yeah. So what does it um, mean? First, what does it mean to grieve the Holy Spirit? And secondly, if I grieve the Holy Spirit and come back to my senses, will you ever forgive me? Okay. So, you know, when we talk about grieving the Holy Spirit, remember that we said that the Holy Spirit is a person. He has feelings. Yeah. Right? Just like us. Right. So, also look at it from the perspective of, um, so if I want to, of grieving like maybe your father. How do you make your father angry? When you grieve your father, I mean, you make him angry, you make him sad. Right, you cause you bring you 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 so so, so you bring like you know um, sorrow and pain to him. Yeah, yeah. So if we look at um, if we look at I think it's uh, Ephesians, right? It talks about I think Ephesians chapter four. Let me um, open that scripture. Ephesians chapter four, I believe, that talks about you know um, the 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 things that actually grieve the Holy Ghost. Um, Things around lies, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm trying to get that scripture. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm yeah. there too. Speaking, yeah, speaking lies, um, slander. L- l- let me see. Yeah, uh, I think from verse... Um, I think Ephesians chapter 4. Okay, um, verse 30. Oh, um, awesome. 29 okay. and 30, so from 29, 29 okay. do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only what right. is helpful for building others according to their needs, and that it may yeah. benefit those who listen. And do not, this right. verse 30, and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, with whom you were yeah. sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and right. anger, exactly. brawling, and slander, along with every yeah. form of malice. Be kind Correct. and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in, as in God, right. Christ, God, forgive you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, 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 so we see what it means to actually make him. What we actually make him angry, right? Mm. When, 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 when we live in anger, right, in bitterness, bitterness. You know, yeah. I mean, the Bible is clear about these things. Having keeping malice in your in your heart because that is not because that is not a Christian virtue. Do, mm. do you get that's not a characteristic yeah. of, of, it's of, of direct Christian, opposite of right? love it's of direct opposite of exactly of love exactly of the fruit of the spirit so basically that's how it happens basically yeah because he, he will be talking to you you know he will be telling you that these things they are not good they are not good so when you mm. continue to shun him when you continue to shun him and you don't answer him of course he will be angry now mm. so you get mm. yeah, yeah so basically yeah that's how it works actually that's the practical mm. that's just the practical yeah, what it means to actually like give the Holy Spirit and to bring it to, down to name. Okay. okay. So, so, um, bringing this to an end, um, I would, I would love to advise you to advise the non Christians and the unbelievers out there or Christians that have, haven't really experienced all of these things we've talked, um, uh, talked about. So, like, what's your advice to them? Was, um, what steps do they need to take to be able to experience all of these things we have we, we have talked about? Okay, um, so my advice would be one: you need to get saved. I get saved. I mean, you need to come to the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, I know a lot of people they tend to run away from you know. But, so permit me to address this specifically to our young people because I'm passionate about young people, like you know. Yeah. 
right? Um, people tend to run away from, you know, actually giving their lives to Christ because they feel like, you know, if I give my life to, 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 to Christ, there's no fun, there's no enjoyment. No, that's not true. That's not true. Bible says that at, at the right hand of God, there are pleasures forever, uh, forevermore. So there's no, um, uh, 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 fun is part of it. There's no, it just depends on your own definition of fun, right? So I'd like to say that one, you need to um, give your life to Christ. You need to accept the Lord Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, right? Um, that's the first step to take. Um, when you do that, of course, by that you have received and accepted, you know, um, uh, the Holy Spirit comes and he lives in you, right? And thereafter, um, you have to earnestly, right, and passionately desire and hunger the Holy, the Holy Ghost, you know, mm. baptism of the Holy Ghost. Um, the book of Jude, Jude 20 says, building up your most holy faith, praying in the, in spirit, the spirit, right? You build, you build your faith, you know, more and you grow in your work with the Lord, particularly when you are, you are, you are, you are, you are baptized with the Holy Ghost. Um, if you look at, um, Ephesians, uh, sorry, um, uh, out of a project chapter one, they said, when Jesus Christ says, you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be witnesses unto me. You discover that, you know, when the power of the Holy Ghost comes upon you, you'll be able to do so many things, like, so many things, particularly for evangelism, promoting and advancing God's kingdom here on earth, you know. So my advice would be that uh, you need to get saved. We want you to come to the family of faith, come into the family because the Lord Jesus Christ, he loves you and he needs you. And to our young people who are yet to be filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit, with the evidence of speaking in tongues, I want you to earnestly and passionately seek him. Huh. Seek him. Because that's how I got saved as well. Sorry, that's how I got filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit as well. Right. Um, study the book of Acts of the Apostles. Right. Light will come on you. I can assure you that light will come upon you. And because Bible says that blessed are those who hunger and thirst um, after righteousness, for they shall be filled. God said, if you seek me with the whole of your heart, you will find me. So he's uh -huh. so he has made himself available to us already. Yeah. You get so yeah. he's there. He's just waiting for you to like make the move. Just make yeah. the move and come. And, yeah. yeah. Every other thing will follow. Yeah. Thanks. Follow. Thanks you, a lot. You cannot IK. do business with God and fail. Yeah. Thank Thanks you. a lot, Thank Ike. You, I really appreciate you um, taking our time to do this with us. Um, God bless you, Thank you. so Amen. much. And I'd like to um, say happy, happy, happy Easter again to our youth and to everyone and to you too. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. Thanks, guys, for listening. Please don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you are listening. And also don't forget to share and leave a comment on our Twitter page at the Soul Check Pod and Instagram page at the Soul Check Pod underscore telling us how much you enjoyed it and what you think of the episode. Again, thank you for listening and goodbye.